Purpose, a podcast that highlights the unique stories of professionals that pivoted their careers to align with their work lives and personal lives more purposefully and with more joy. Pivot with Purpose is hosted by Megan Hull, a globally accredited career and business coach and creator of the Megan Hull Method. Welcome back to the Pivot with Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Megan Hool, and in this episode, we talk to Rachel Katzman, founder of the omni-channel functional fitness-based brand, Pevolve. Thank you for listening to Pivot with Purpose with host Megan Hool. You can find out more information about each guest, including full transcripts at pivotwithpurposepodcast.com. And if you'd like to share your own Pivot with Purpose, click on the share button and add your story to the conversation. Finally, be sure to subscribe and share your comments wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Your support amplifies our voice. And now, this week's episode. Pevolve is a global on-demand platform with a growing line of patented equipment and studios in New York City, Chicago, and Los Angeles. The Wellness Forward Startup is known for teaching you to know your body better and has garnered attention from major media outlets such as Vogue, The Today Show, and Vanity Fair for flipping traditional fitness on its head. Katzman launched Pevolve in 2017 and is known for her customer-centric approach to leadership and is always challenging her team to be the customer. And day-to-day, she focuses on driving the creative vision of the company forward, growing the digital platform, and looking to establish Pevolve's footing in the fitness space. All of this, she believes, can be done successfully in sweatpants, and Katzman is still as obsessed with the method today as she was four years ago, and can often be found taking classes, these days maybe more virtually, but right alongside with the Pevolve community. Rachel, thank you so much for being with us today on the Pivot with Purpose podcast. I'm so grateful to have you here. How are you doing? I'm so excited to be here. I'm doing good. How are you? Yes, absolutely fabulous. I wish we were in New York City so we could be working out together and hanging out and doing all the things from one female entrepreneur Fitness and sweatpant lover to another. Oh, okay, there we um, go. Yes, and and cat, cat and lover, cat as lover. Well. Yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I feel like we just have so many great topics. We're already best friends, everyone. So <laughs> lots to cover. And yeah, as I was mentioning to you, I did Pivolve when I was in Soho, and it was amazing. And I left that class feeling so amazing and strong. I can't wait to dive into all of your pivots that led you up to where you are now. So are you ready to dive in and share? I feel like I have a million questions, so I want to get to everything. Are you ready? Let's do it. Let's do it. So in the beginning, I share a little bit about your bio and story in the intro. But to kick off before we get into your career pivot story, what are you up to lately? Tell us a little bit about what's going on now. Oh, I mean, lately, you know, just growing the business, work is crazy. And I always say, my health journey, you know, that's always number one for me. I had to kind of learn that lesson the hard way. Mm-hmm. But just me, myself, health, and really just scaling and growing this this company, Pivov. Now, are you based in New York City or where where's your home base right now? So I'm actually out in the Hamptons. Okay. We were based in New York and I was there for about eight years. And during COVID, you know, I came out here and I'm still out here. <laughs> Yeah, and, and amazing. everything's yeah. work from home. And I feel <laughs> mm-hmm. like 
during COVID, I just really, I, I mean, the whole world stopped, right? And I just sat back and I was like, I want to be in fresh air and I want to be able to walk outside and I want to be able to have my hot water and lemon getting sun on my face. And so I've just right. really found being more out in the quiet, very important for me and my health. hundred percent. I'm here based in Boston and we're in this condo, but same. I mean, I think you really take space for granted when it's totally. taken away from you, you know, to have a big old city at your access and then have nothing available but hot girl walks. <laughs> oh my God, I've never heard that. I love that. <laughs> With your husband, like, okay, time to go outside again today, but a thousand percent. And I love the beach. I grew up by the ocean as well. So I don't blame you. So good for you. And very excited to kind of dive through early, Rachel, to get into some of those career highlights. Before we jump into your kind of big entrepreneurial fitness story, what experience do you feel like throughout your career have been important to you that's led you to where you are now? Walk us through some of those early career highlights. Yeah, you know, early on, I didn't go to college. I went one day and was not for me. And I knew I kind of just wanted to jump into the real world. And I was interning and I was doing different things and thought I'd be more in fashion. And I had this experience where I had champagne poured on my hair and my hair looked amazing. And I started doing research of what was in champagne that was giving my hair this texture and, you know, had this idea to create a, a hair care line that was solely infused with champagne extract. So I started that venture early in my 20s. And then I really started Pevolve, the fitness thing, probably about a year later than that. So they were really building at the same time. But before that, it was jumping around at different internships and kind of just getting my foot in the door wherever I could. And I think, you know, looking back, I didn't have much experience. You know, the PVOV specifically was really my first, you know, big entry into the business world. And I think that helped me a lot because I think when you're young and you don't have all of that experience, you're just so fearless. You don't know what's about to come your oh, way. Yeah. Yeah. And you just take risks and you're naive. And I think that really worked in my favor. I know too, just learning more about you and your story. I mean, you come from a pretty entrepreneurial family. And I love yes. that you talk about this so much. And, and I get it. I mean, there's definitely everything in life. You know, the people that walk that straight and narrow, check all the boxes, have to go to college, have to do this, have to do that. Sometimes that's not everybody's journey and it's okay. Yeah. You know, and I freaking love entrepreneurial souls that say, you know what? This isn't right for me. But like you said, I'm going to be fearless. I'm going to jump in. I'm going to do the things that I love. I'm going to see how it goes. And here you are today. So, yeah. You know, I cool. think you always just got to, when you walk through one door, you never know what next is going to open. And yeah. I think each, each chapter leads you to the place that, it, you know, you're supposed to be at. Heck yeah. Well, tell me, because I know you talked a little bit about it, you know, just commenting on your health journey. How did you get started? Like what brought about your love for fitness? Was it something that you always loved? Did you like work out at a no. young age? <laughs> like tell me. Yes. Yeah. No, no. I mean, I was not, you know, an active kid. I didn't play a ton of sports. I mean, I did the occasional dance here and there, but really it kind of all hit for me. You know, I think like many other women, you wake up one day, you know, 18, 19, and you look in the mirror and you're like, wow, I don't recognize who I used to be. I can't 
eat and drink and not move my body and do all the things maybe I did in high school and expect to look the same way. And that definitely was true for me. And I just remember looking in the mirror, you know, at like 19 and not recognizing that person anymore, not having any confidence, just not feeling connected to myself. And so for me, the first step of my wellness journey was exercise. So I really started bouncing around to all the different boutique studios all over New York. And I hated working out. It felt like a chore. I hated Mm -hmm. going to class. I wasn't seeing the physical results that I wanted. And more importantly, I was in a lot of pain. And I went to the doctor. I found out I had scoliosis. And I was like, okay, I guess I only have one choice. I'm going to push through this pain because I really was, you know, trying to achieve this certain physical results. And it really was around that time. You know, I think there is still a lot of that. But this pain equals gang that you have to be hunched over, dripping sweat, walking out of the gym or you didn't get a good workout. A hundred percent. Yeah. And so for me, you know, it wasn't until I found a workout and a way to move my body that I just craved and I fell in love with that really fitness kind of took over my whole life. And that would, you know, soon become people. I just love that. And and same, I was going to make a comment as an active child, almost to like my detriment growing up almost too much, right? In that world of like over-exercising and I worked at studios when I was younger. <laughs> so you have the free gym memberships. You're like, I'm going to stay here all day. But same, doing four classes a day is not going to change your body right. if that's not what is meant for your body. And I will tell you, walking in to the studio, I just felt immediately like so cozy and then like confident and I love the programming and I love all the equipment and I walked out I was like dang that's hard and just my first class I'm like why can't I live in New York City (laughs) so I can do more we have to bring people off to Boston okay we're gonna work on that but you know I think that um you you have to listen to your body and then also you just have to find the things that that are serving you that are going to continue to help support your health goals so I love that what led to the desire and the creation of people. Tell me a little bit about where it all started. It seems like you saw a sort of a white space, maybe just from your personal standpoint. But, you know, give us a little bit of a history background journey of like the creation and like the the moment, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. So I bounced around different studios. I then got introduced to a trainer in New York City who would soon become my co-founder and then my husband and my ex-husband. But he really was training in this kind of functional movement world. And it was very Mm -hmm. new to me. And I remember our first session and he was just like, slow down. Like you Mm. are throwing your leg in the air and pulsing and just you're not connecting to your body. Just slow it down. And I really started to learn, you know, what functional movement was and low impact workouts doesn't mean boring and it doesn't mean that it's easy. I mean, it's really, it's really freaking hard Mm -hmm. and using resistance-based equipment. And I just quickly saw the physical results that I was looking for and my back felt better. I felt stronger. I felt more open. I walked out of those sessions having energy. I didn't feel depleted. I, I, you know, my hips felt open. I never understood that I had tight hips. My Mm -hmm. posture was better. And all these, you know, my my whole life changed. I couldn't stop talking about it. I was so excited to work out every day and to move my body. And I just, you know, knew that women, specifically women, our bodies are so different to men. And when you look at the fitness industry and 
you know, exercises people are still doing today. Like those are the exercises that my dad was doing 30 years ago. So mm-hmm. it was time for an evolution. It was time for a change. And this just, it completely changed my life. And I wanted to share this magic with other women. And for me, I just had this light bulb moment of my ass has never looked better, but my back has never felt stronger. I don't have to pick and choose. I can have it both ways. Mm -hmm. In fitness, it can be and it should be so much more and it should do so much more than just getting you those physical vanity results. So I wanted to create this method that really was this combination of an in-studio experience. That's where we started with this digital. I wanted to be able to have more women access this amazing method and do it at home if you weren't in New York. And combined with our, our resistance equipment that some of which we develop ourselves, it really was and is such a white space in the market that more women, they wanted to look good, but more importantly, they wanted to feel good. And like you said, you can have it all. And especially when it's easy to access, and we'll get into this further, but through the pandemic, even and still to this day, people are just working out from home. I think we kind of got in that habit and it's kind of nice. We're on our own time now. We don't have yeah. to like run to class. <laughs> so like, oh God, I'm late. I, I know. <laughs> you know. And like I obviously yeah. lived next to the studio and I was yeah. such a studio goer. And through COVID, I am the hybrid member. Like there's days of course, like you'll never be able to replicate that in-studio experience at home. But sometimes yeah. my schedule's crazy and I yeah. literally want to open and I want to pick the video at this certain time length and I can do it in my pajamas, in my house, and then I can be on a Zoom call, you know, 20 minutes later and look professional and ready for my day. Right. So I think it's so amazing just all the options that are out there for people. Yeah, I love it. Well, I'm excited to dig into that further. But before I give you a little teaser question, and then we go to a quick break, what do you feel thus far you're most proud of career to date? I think just the evolution of this method Mm -hmm. and the fact that we have brought on doctors to our boards. We work with amazing trainers and doctors to create all these incredible niche content offerings, everything from series to strengthen your lower back, to your shoulder, to your knee, to content around menopause, fertility, your menstrual cycle, and very unique. And also just to see the response from our members and our community that how this method is impacting and truly changing and transforming their lives you know, this was an idea and we launched down dirty and just wanted to test and get it out there. And, you know, fast forward five years later and to see the team grow and the trainers and it's pretty incredible the results that people get from this. So I I would have to say that. Changing lives, making people feel better, (laughs) helping people heal. And I mean, for somebody who's been through some major surgeries too, an ACL tear, yay. You know, it's just like sometimes to have access to things that, like you said, are the right thing for your body in the time. And then you kind of catch on and it is just a part of your life now. And you're building this incredible community. And it's so amazing. So good for you. And that's so beautiful. And in this podcast, I always ask a yes or no teaser question. So I love to put our guests on the spot and then we go to a quick break. So I'm going to ask you yes or no question and then we'll we'll be back. So are you ready? You ready yes. for the, the teaser? Okay. Yes or no? Do you feel as a business owner, it's good to fail? Yes, of course. (laughs) 
Can't wait to dive into that. And with that, we are going to go to a quick break and we will pick this up when we get back. Okay, Rachel, so before the break, you said yes. So tell us about a time you failed in business, why you think it's good to fail, how did you overcome that challenge? I love this question. I love your answer. So I can't wait to to hear more. Oh, I mean, there's so many, you know, I think you can't learn, you can't grow without failures. And I don't even like to say it is a failure. I think it's just a lesson. And, mm-hmm. you know, you have to make that mistake to really just do better and grow as a person. So I would say probably really two things, you know, being very reactionary is something that I've really tried to work on. And whether that is maybe hiring someone too fast and it not being a right fit or a right cultural fit, or if a team member quits and then that role is left open and you quickly find someone on the team to fill that position, or, you know, oh my God, we're seeing this trend happen in the marketplace. We got to jump on it and let's pull all of our resources and to try to get something you know, launched in a week and just that kind of reactionary thinking, which it's definitely hard not to have, right? Like we are a digital company. It's 24-7. You want to be first. You want to get something out there. But just understanding short-term versus long-term and not everything, especially when you're a startup, like you can't sit and plan for six months and we're going to have six months to execute it. You know, you have to better is better and get something out there. But sometimes I've found that in the past, I've just been too in the moment and too hot Mm -hmm. and too reactionary where it's, you know, cause in those quick decisions, it can be a six month, one year, uh, putting the business kind of in that position where it's going to take a long time to kind of get yourself out of that hole. Yeah. I love that you talk about hiring. I am hiring people all the time. So I do executive career coaching, but I'm also an executive recruiter where I work with luxury and lifestyle brands and work with companies to get people into massive roles and, you know, all the things. So in interviewing people, it's tough, right? It comes in and you're like, okay, you know, they're saying all the things and they step in the door on the first day and you're like, ooh, okay, maybe that's not how you work in the interview. So That can be the toughest part, and it's good self-awareness. So curious, though, because a lot of people where I work in fashion and whatnot, wellness, it all ties in, and there have been some major pivots of people coming from fashion and beauty and wanting to be in wellness and wanting to work in studios, which has been so cool to see. What do you look for when you interview and hire people for your business? What stands out for you in a candidate for hire when you say, okay, yes, like I need this person on my team? You know, what what does that look like for you? I mean, definitely passion for the method and for the space. I think humility. I always ask, what's the time that you failed? What'd you learn from it? What's one thing you're most proud of? What's one thing, you know, you wish you did differently? And if someone's, oh, I've done everything great and everything I've done is a success, that's a big no for me. Yeah. And, you know, I think that humility is so important, not having an ego and the passion for what we do. We are very passionate bunch at Pevolve. And, you know, everybody does the workout, loves the workout. And at the end of the day, you know, our members are our why and you have to have that passion. 
And I think it's so important. I've interviewed people where they haven't even gone on our website. Maybe they haven't signed up for your emails. They don't even know all your offerings and just making sure that they're really in it and they believe in what we're trying to do here. I love it. Such good advice. And as a business leader, what do you feel it takes to be a good leader these days? And has that changed since the pandemic? I'm sure you all had to pivot. Right. But (laughs) pivot with purpose. But what do you feel like it really takes to be a good business leader? Seems like you're doing it well, for sure. I would say I think I'm a better leader than I am a manager, you know, and I think being a good leader is you want people to want to work with you. You want to be open and collaborative and, you know, it's not your way or the highway. And, you know, you don't want to hear other opinions. Like for me, I don't care if anybody even says it was my idea. I don't care if my name is mentioned anywhere. That's not why I'm here. You know, we're all here for one goal, and that is to have the business be successful and help people. And I think you have to be very inviting. And also, again, the word passion and kind of have that, always provide that and kind of get the team going and show up with the vision and the passion and the excitement. Because I think people look at you for that. And you're always on, you know, and I think you have to really be good at, you know, knowing the spotlight's always on you in a way that when you're in a meeting, people are looking at you and just, again, not being too reactionary and just being very inclusive and inviting for everybody to feel like they have a voice at the table. 100%. Love that so much. Tell us a little bit about Pivolve and On Demand and studio experiences. Did you do both together? What can we expect coming in studio and virtual? Tell us what it's all about in this worldwide global platform. Yeah, we did launch together as an mm-hmm. omni-channel. Awesome. We launched with our in-studio. We only had one at the time. We now have three and soon to be many more. We are franchising and we did launch with our on-demand platform. So really what you can expect in any class is that We are going to work your body in all planes of motion. And you're going to walk out feeling energized, feeling taller, feeling stronger. You might be feeling some, you know, little muscles that you didn't even know were there. You're going to feel that burn and that intensity. But really full body class, especially if you're in studio, there's going to be moments where we're isolating and focusing on different specific muscle groups, you know, depending upon the equipment that we're using. But You can really expect these big range of motions and then followed by these small motions as well and standing and mat work. Obviously, if you're on demand and you're doing, let's say, a 20-minute, 15-minute targeted workout, that time is going to shorten and the focus will be very centered around that body, the body area. But overall, you can expect to walk out feeling super energized and strong and just connected and confident to your body. And you can buy all the accessories and just have them like yep. to your house with the mat and the pee ball and everything. You make it pretty easy to access everything you need as well. You can buy everything you yeah. need. You can either start free trial, try it seven days free. You can use your own body resistance at home or if you have some ankle weights or hand weights or mm-hmm. you can get started with our pee ball or we do have bundles. But you know, it really is the equipment and the method go hand in hand. So as you dive more and more into the method, you definitely want all those pieces to really be able to experience the maximum results. Yeah, 100%. I love that P-ball. I'm like, I need to buy one. It's my favorite. (laughs) I'm going to ship you one. It's coming your way. You made my year. Thank you. Love you, bestie. That is so amazing. So over the years, I've seen an explosion of sorts with boutique fitness openings and such. 
What do you feel makes Pevolve different? And what do you feel like your business mantra mission is that you truly hold true to your clients? You know, what sets you apart? Yeah, I mean, first and foremost, I think we focus on women. You know, obviously, Mm -hmm. everybody's welcome. Men are welcome. Mm -hmm. There are men in class, but Mm -hmm. we are creating content specifically for women and at every single stage of her life. I think as women, we go through so many things, right? From getting your period to your early 20s to maybe it's fertility to having a baby to after a baby to, you know, 30s, 40s to menopause and hormonally. And just there's so many different things that we go through that men don't go through. And, you know, really making sure that we have content and video and a class for a woman at every single stage of her life is super important. Education. We want to educate you on your body when you know yourself and you can be so in tune to say, I want to do this class today, or maybe my body's feeling like I need a little cardio today, or maybe I need to rest today. I think that is also so powerful. And the language that our trainers use, it's not about pushing you past your limit and how many reps you can do. It's really just educating you on what feels good for you personally, specifically on that day. I think it's it's low impact plus our unique resistance equipment that you really can't get anywhere else. And, you know, I can sit here and say, and you are never going to look so good, but it's all the added fits of better balance, better mobility, better posture, better stability, all these things that we don't necessarily maybe go to a class for or sign up for a program for, but it's what keeps you staying. Right. You know, we've had so many women say, I can jump on the trampoline with my kids and I don't pee my pants because I did your pelvic floor strengthening series, you know, or mm-hmm. I can pick up my baby out of the crib and I didn't hurt my low back and just yeah. things that you don't think about day to day. But at the end of the day, whether it's 15, 20 or an hour that you carve out of your day to do some type of movement, that is so small in the grand scheme of your entire day of how many hours you're awake. And we really feel that the time that you make to move your body, it should benefit your entire day after you finish that class. Right. Not like you're going home and needing like a nap for the rest of the day because you just totally depleted yourself. Oh, I love all of that so much. For someone who may be looking, pivoting now to the business side, female entrepreneurship, love it so much. I think so, so much rise in solopreneurship coming out of the pandemic of people having these side things that they've wanted to do and are just like, I'm going for it. I'm ripping through the fear like you, I'm just starting. It doesn't have to be perfect. It could be messy. But, you know, you're kind of in this space. And I think in many industries, people feel the same. There's a lot of competition out there. Or, I don't know if I want to do it. You know, um, people aren't going to like me or whatnot. You know, what would you say to someone who may be holding themselves back from thinking, I'm not good enough for this. There's too much competition. And did you have to break through that too? What's your advice and maybe what has been your mindset or experience around that? Yeah, you know, I think that there's room for everybody. Mm -hmm. There really is. And if you are creating a product that is solving a problem, and I don't care how small, you know, the problem doesn't have to be this worldwide global problem, right? It's not, doesn't have to be for the masses. It can be very niche and for a very small targeted audience. And if you are passionate and you believe in it, 
then get it out there. Do it. You can break through the noise. As long as your product works, mm-hmm. you know, you believe in it. You can't market your way to a shitty product that doesn't work, right? Yeah. You actually have to deliver on the promises that you're making. Yeah. But you can carve out a very targeted niche audience and serve that audience really, really, really well. Mm-hmm. And so I think for me, I knew that having this, you know, unique, different equipment, you know, launching with this new unique method, that's how I felt I was going to kind of break through the fitness space. Right. And you believed in it. And and here you are. And I love that so much to break through and, and break in. How important is a network of support or support of others in kind of taking on this journey? And who did you need to support your various pivots? Oh, my God. I mean, you always need people. You can't do it by yourself. And I was very lucky and fortunate that I was looking for a business partner early on. I was in my young 20s. I had no idea what I was doing. I just was so passionate and I had this vision and this hunger. But from the business side, you know, I didn't know how to bring this to life. And I was just asking around and, you know, through a family friend, I got connected to Julie, who is still my business partner to this day. And just was very lucky that we connected and she has had an amazing career and I've been able to learn from her. And I've always wanted to surround myself with badass women Mm -hmm. who have had way more experience than me. I never want to be the smartest person in the room. I want to learn from everybody on my team and just ask questions. And, you know, I think you have to admit when you don't know something. And I think why me and Julie work so well is kind of my strengths or her weakness and vice versa. Like Mm -hmm. I know what I'm really good at and it's not what she's really good at. When I'm really bad at, she's really good at. And so Mm -hmm. I think, you know, trust and it's not easy to find, you know, the right person to help you, but they are out there. And if they believe in your vision, I think it's crucial to have a team of support for sure. Heck yeah. So what does your day-to-day look like now within the business? Do you travel around to the studios? Are you going into New York? What are some of the key things that you're controlling on your Yeah, I mean, you know, every day is different. I start Mm -hmm. every single morning with a class, whether it's a live class or a streaming class. I have to move my body like you, Megan. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Mm -hmm. don't talk to me if I haven't done something today. But every day is different. You know, I'm involved in really holistically the whole business as a whole, but I tend to focus more on the training side, the method side, the content, what programs are we doing, looking at the data, what videos are performing really well, working with the trainers, rehearsing new content, and just a lot on the creative and marketing side. I love it. I feel like I just spend a whole day with you. (laughs) It would be like the best day ever. Well, you inspire me the most. Who inspires you the most? Is there anyone that you're really inspired by these days? I mean, honestly, our members, like every Wednesday... We have the whole team gets on a weekly meeting and we have a member come on every Wednesday. And we, you know, we want to hear good, bad, ugly and Mm -hmm. just their stories. You know, how do you not get inspired by that? And when people write in and it's amazing, it truly is what keeps me going every day. And like our trainers and their passion for this and helping people and our team, it's pretty incredible. Yeah, I'd have to go back and see who I took, but the trainer was so amazing. Yes, 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 well. And I mean, just with everyone in the class, like super engaging, just like you said, made you feel freaking awesome. So I felt that energy walking right through the door. I love that. You're doing a lot of things right, and the team is everything. In terms of inspiring and motivating, 
What words of advice maybe would you have for somebody who's feeling stuck or unmotivated right now? You know, I think it's not always going to be sunshine and rainbows, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I, I've had bad weeks. I've yeah. had bad seasons. Like, shit, I've had a bad year. Yeah. And, you know, like, yeah. it's just true. Yeah. And I think you have to just keep in mind, like, whatever your personal light at the end of the tunnel is, what goal mm-hmm. are you trying to get towards? If you're trying to climb out of that hole, like, where are you climbing to? And it doesn't mean that you're going to get there tomorrow or you're not going to get there next week. And But for me, I've always like knowing where I want to get to has helped me. I'm like, you know what? Okay, some things are going on in my life and maybe I'm down right now on this. But I know when, you know, day by day or week by week, I am going to get back to that place yeah. and kind of achieve all the things that I wanted to. Yeah, I love that. And it's not forever, you know, it's it's a season, it's a moment. And in the grand scheme of your life, it's just a quick little chapter and it ends up being just a story. Right. You have to live in those moments where sometimes in the depths of feeling your worst, that's where sometimes the biggest growth comes out of. 100%. You get more clarity. And I always say you can't hit a target that you can't see. So Mm -hmm. I think it's like writing it down of like, okay, this is where I know I want to be giving yourself grace. Like you said, we can't be 100% all the time. It's just we're human. And if you try to be like that, you're going to drive yourself crazy, (laughs) you know? So I just, I love that. And what do you think overall, a couple more questions, I'll let you go. But what do you think overall has been the ultimate key to your success? Ooh, Mm -hmm. the ultimate key. Mm -hmm. I mean, I... I think my passion. I mean, I yeah. really love what I do. This method has changed my life over and over again. And it's always been my constant, whether on good days and on bad days and good seasons and bad seasons. If I'm getting ready for a birthday and I want to look amazing or if I'm going through a really bad flare-up with my Lyme disease and I can't get out of bed, but I still need to mentally move my body or getting divorced or whatever. Movement has always just been my outlet. And this method has always been my answer. And I think humility as well, not being afraid to admit when you're wrong Mm -hmm. or ask for help or just not let my own shit and my own ego get in the way. 1,000%. Thank you for all of that. Thank you for that <laughs> gift and that nugget. So listeners all taking that in. I think passion, humility, dropping the ego, the significance, and letting go of the reins, let the universe take on, and just do what you love. And yes, 100% move your body every day. I will tell you the days, and I'm so proud of myself for changing up my workout routine of getting up early now and just getting it done, Rachel. Well, <laughs> because I, just I mean, really it, it sets your you. whole day up it for does. sure. I used to be the like, mid-lunch worker outer and I'm like oh this is terrible (laughs) no I'm I'm with you I gotta get up and start my day with it yeah I love it so before we let you go what's next for you what are you most excited about looking into the future oh I mean we have so many great things upcoming I was saying earlier we just started franchising so you'll start Mm -hmm. to see more studios opening up next year and just continuing to evolve the method and create new classes and programs and expand the team. And, you know, me personally, just continuing on my health journey, getting to know myself more. And, you know, I always try to 
improve and kind of take myself to that next level. Yeah, I love it. Well, I can't wait to see what is to come and continuing to work out. I just hope listeners get off this podcast and immediately go to On Demand. If you are not pumped <laughs> beyond Rachel and I's conversation of like how amazing this class is, go check it out, but we'll link everything. Any other way our listeners can find you, follow you, where's the best way to follow and engage and find everything? Yeah, yeah. I am at our Katzman. You can follow Pvolve at Pvolve, pvolve.com. Find out all your info there. Yeah. And if you're in New York, we need like a community pivot with purpose class. Yeah. Oh my God. I love that. I'm yeah, make me- it happen. All right. Mm-hmm. So love it. <laughs> Everyone get in there, sign up, and then we'll all come together. Well, Rachel, thank you so much for being a part of this podcast for this season. I am so inspired by you and just so appreciative of all of you built in the fitness space and for the leader you are. And I know there's lots more things to come, as I was saying. So I cannot wait to see all you will continue to build and to join another class soon. So I'm wishing you all the success ahead in this new year. Thanks for being with us. Thanks, Megan, so much. Loved it. Pivot with Purpose with host Megan Hull is a Fashion Consort production and part of the FC Podcast Network. It is produced and directed by Phil, a.k.a. Corinne. And a special thank you to Spencer Powell for our theme music. Learn more at pivotwithpurposepodcast.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at pivotwithpurpose underscore podcast.